Hey, guess who's back? Hey, we're back. <laughs> it's been a while. Oh, yeah. It's been forever. <laughs> if I'm giggly, it's because I just told Greg a really funny Sunday night joke. A lame. <laughs> it was hilarious. Joke. I'm going to share it with you guys. The audience is going to love it. This is so lame. <laughs> so I said to Greg, you know, Sundays are a sad day for me. But the day before is a sadder day. <laughs> And she's been laughing ever since that. Oh, that's so funny. That's, that's not funny at all, man. I crack myself not up. Funny. It doesn't matter if you laugh or not. I'm amused. All right, guys. So we haven't talked to you since before Christmas. Before Christmas. I know. It's like we fell off the face of the earth. Um, like we, we were. I thought we did. Oh, well. No, we didn't. I think you can do that nowadays. Yeah, we've been subscribing to Flat Out Earth, so we just fell off. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. The Earth is flat. It's flat. We fell off of it. We went too far. But somehow we managed to climb our way back up to Earth, and (laughs) here we are uh, talking to you guys. So you're probably wondering, or maybe you you don't care, but we're going to share with you anyway. Um, Hopefully, if you're listening to this, you do care, but you're probably wondering why we haven't recorded since uh, before Christmas. Hey, Greg, do you want to kind of give our audience a highlight into that? I have been sick. I've been in the hospital. Um, I had three stays in the hospital since the middle of December. So um, I have two conditions that both affected me kind of at the same time. I have pancreatitis, and your pancreas, one of its functions is it it um, sends out all of the enzymes for your stomach, for your stomach digestive system. So when you have pancreatitis, it doesn't send out that signal. Sorry, y'all, this is live. The TV went from pause to on. And... I also have a, a, a condition called um, gastroparesis. And from the name, it's when your your GI tract freezes up. It slows down. Well, it hit me at the same time. So it is a very, very painful thing to go through. So at first in December, I was in the hospital for 10 days. Then I got out. You spent Christmas in the hospital. Spent Christmas in the hospital. Got out a week later, went back for a whole night, and they let me go again. But then a week after that, I went back for for four or five more days. So it's, it's it was a very um, tough roller coaster. And one of the um, things is, um, I would ask for pain meds like morphine and stuff like that. And the doctors didn't were hesitant on giving it to me because opioids slow down your GI tract even more. So me taking them would be counterproductive. So a lot of times I just had to sit there and take the brunt of all that pain. Yeah, you were in a <clears throat> rough shape. Yeah. Yeah, it would seem like you would start to get better, but then later on during the day you would start feeling bad again. Yep. Lots of vomiting. Um, but you finally were able to start eating solid food and right. things stayed down and they let you come home. Right. And then, like you said, maybe five or six days later, five or six days after you had been released from the hospital, you had you were at home. You had to go back. Yep. You woke up uh, the very first day of the year, January 1st, actually. And yep, you were was. on the couch and you were just in pain. 
you were doing a lot of wiggling, a lot of moving around, a lot of moaning, holding your stomach. It was rough. Mm-hmm. It was rough. It sure was, man. But thank God I'm, I'm finally through it. Yes. And even though it was tough, um, there was someone here who made things a little bit easier for us. Do you want to talk about that? Who could that be? Yeah, my mother. Yay, great. My mother was in town and she was a godsend, you know. Yes. She allowed for Shalanda to take breaks, you know. My mother would be with me at the hospital and let Shalanda go, you know, do things that she needed to do. And where did your mom, where is she normally? My mother She's lives in Georgia. Yes. So, it was great. It was really great, yes, because normally I'm with you every single day, which is not a big deal, but it can get tiring being, you know, just being at the hospital as opposed to being home. You can spend a lot of money on uh-huh. things like hospital food and eating out and all that stuff, but uh, she did allow me to take some time for my for myself. Um I could go home, I could cook, I could get some sleep, make sure the dog went outside. So that was, that was fantastic. And my mother-in-law is just the best. Um, I'm sure she is better than any other mother-in-law. I (laughs) will not hear anything uh, against that because she's fantastic. So yeah, so I'm really glad that she was here. And she also has um, like a medical background. So she was really good and could ask the right questions to the doctors and to the nurses. So that was also uh, a plus. But here we are in February. What's today? The 23rd, 22nd? February 22nd. Mm-hmm. We're in the middle of February, almost March. And how have things been for you since you got off the hospital January 2nd or 3rd, I believe? Oh, um, no. Actually, I went after that. I Did went you? the second week of January, yeah. I don't remember this. Mm-hmm. They're, they're all starting to run together to me. You're right. Explain right. this to me because... I went to the hospital three separate times. I remember the first two. The third time you just spent the night, though, no, didn't you? No, no, that's when I stayed there for four days. Oh, that's right. I do remember. See, there's been so many hospital stays. They kind of start blending together. together. Right. I'm like, wait a minute. You went back again? <laughs> I do remember that. But so far, how have things been going for you? Uh, I've been feeling great now. Yes. I'm feeling real good. Yes, back yes. To, everything is finally back to normal, you know? Yes. Now... Gentle listener, as you may know, uh, <laughs> Mr. Jones here is on dialysis, and he was doing something called peritoneal dialysis, yep, which yep. he was doing at home. Uh, do you want to just give the listener just a little a brief explanation as to what peritoneal is? Well, peritoneal is when they insert a catheter in your stomach, and you at home... Um, um, put a solution in your stomach and it dwells there for a while and then when you empty out the solution it takes out all the toxin and extra fluid with it so it's it's a great thing to do because you doesn't you don't feel the um harsh effects like doing hemodialysis um the only thing is it's um has to do with your peritoneal lining in your stomach and after a while your peritoneal lining will stop trans trans um porting the toxins and stuff like it should so um after a year and a half mine stopped so i had to switch back to hemo so now i do hemo three times a week again can i say as uh someone who observes you on a daily basis mm-hmm. i think that since you've been doing hemo it seems like you've been doing a lot better would you agree with that 
And then you go three times. I don't know. Do you feel better? I feel the same as I did a period to now. Okay. You just seem a little more um, animated, a little more alert. Like you have a little more pep in your step than when you were on peritoneal. But that's just me as an outsider looking in. But yeah. Um, so there have been some changes. I also think last time we talked, we talked about your potential donor. Uh-huh. And there's been an update with her as well. Yep. What's what's that? Well, it turns out that um, she won't be able to, to donate. Um, I know we talked about she had the um, tumor on her kidney. They went in and um, took it off. Then they found out that she has a condition to where her kidneys can make these tumors at any time. Is it, is it polycystic? Does she ever? Uh, I forget what they call it. Yeah, she know she know what they call it. I forgot. But so because of that, she won't be able to donate because if they put the kidney in me, it still could make a tumor. So they don't want that to happen. So <clears throat> they um, told her she's not. Good. She she can't donate. So, so I'm still looking for somebody. You know that's kind of uh, <clears throat> it's kind of bittersweet because on one hand I'm glad that she went through the testing so that she could find out about this condition that mm-hmm. she has. I mean, yep. had she not gone through the testing, mm-hmm. the tumor that was on her kidney that was removed, um, it probably would not have been caught until she was much much further along, uh, and then. Uh, removal and things probably would have been a lot more drastic. She went in and had just a simple procedure and had the t- the tumor removed. She actually mm-hmm. came to visit you at the hospital on Christmas Day, mm-hmm. and she had gotten out the hospital maybe four days prior, and she seemed to be doing fine. Um, so yeah, so I'm glad that she went through the test and was able to find this out. But it's also still sad because I don't know about you, I was super excited thinking that you're gonna get this kidney it's gonna be fantastic and it didn't happen but such is life i still love her to death for trying mm-hmm. and i know that god has something in store for you and it's gonna come and you're gonna be okay i often tell people that the best thing about you is your your attitude you <laughs> truly are my hero you have gone through well, some really just some really hard things uh over the course of the over the course of our marriage and you just go through with such strength and such gratitude you're so gracious you're just you're just amazing you blow my mind well thank you i appreciate that you're welcome you know you're you're all right i don't care what they say about you you're you're okay in <laughs> all my book other people. <laughs> all those other people oh, and i'm like you are. don't know greg like i do he's all right so, i'm all right on just on sunday stuff just the rest of the week you know you know, you call me on a good day. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Lord's Day, so I'm going to say something nice right. about you. Y'all should see how she talked to me when y'all when we ain't Whatever, on. Whatever, with love and admiration. Uh, that's I what you call love. For, I even cooked for you today. Uh, uh, she cooked for me like twice a year. That is that not true. Tw- maybe three times a year. Gentle listeners, let me please <laughs> explain to you what happens. Uh, I enjoy cooking. Uh, I would encourage some of you to maybe check out my Instagram and you can see all of the food that I cook because I'm one of those people who likes to take pictures and post my home cooked meals. 
Now, I can I tell the story, please? No. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, she really. I like to cook a variety of meals. Uh, I don't really like to eat the same thing over and over again. I can eat I the like same thing all the time. A variety. There's really not much I don't like. I don't like fish, but really outside of that, that's pretty much it. I'll eat just about anything. Uh, Mr. Jones here likes about five things. Five. <laughs> Four on a good day. And that's it. So I prepare a lot of uh, home-cooked loving meals. He just chooses not to eat them because... Because they don't be for me. I'm not going to just make hamburgers and ketchup spaghetti every day. <laughs> I made shrimp and grits just the other week. I don't want to put shrimp with grits. Okay, so... I want them separate. This is not what we came to this podcast for, to talk about <laughs> how you don't eat my food, even though it's bomb and you're missing oh, out. Um, so, yeah, that's what we've been up to so far. Well, that's what Greg has been up to so far. What have I been up to so far? Um, still working. Work a lot, which is good. Um, that time... In December, when Greg was off, I fortunate or when Greg was in the hospital, I fortunately was on vacation. I was on vacation from December 18th through January 6th. So that was a blessing that I had that time off so I could be with you and be with your mom and just help you all out. So that was great. That alleviated a lot of stress. Um, let's see. I have started volunteering again at our local homeless shelter serving food uh, on Sunday to those people who need it, which is very rewarding. Um, I usually do it about once a month or as my schedule permits. Next Sunday is the next time I'll be going in. And I am joining an organization uh, to help women in business, uh, just like a networking tool and meeting more people in the community. So looking forward to that. Uh, my biggest thing right now is I am going to be presenting at an awards gallery or an awards gala back. Wait a minute. I'm going to be presenting. It's late, so I cannot put sentences together. I'm going to be presenting at an awards gala in April. So right now, my main thing is I need to find a cocktail dress. Uh, I went to the same gala last year and I actually We're bought the same dress. You know, I could do that because <laughs> no one else is gonna remember but me. And as someone who doesn't really get dressed up a lot, I don't know. I kind of want something new and you fun. You told and me sparkly. to wear the same suit. Yeah, you're a dude. It's fine. Uh, you can wear the same suit. You won't be on stage. It's funny because I actually bought two dresses last year. Um, one I didn't wear just because I really didn't like the fit. It was kind of boxy, but I still have it. So I'm thinking maybe I could just get it altered so that it fits better. I don't know. We shall see. But I kind of want something with sequins just because why not? It's sequins, right? So um, what else do we have going on? We have a vacation plan. We're going to go on a vacation this summer, which I am looking forward to. Hopefully we can take maybe a mini vacation beforehand. That would be fantastic. Where are we going? Myrtle Beach. So that'll be a nice little give getaway. Um, there's a couple concerts I'm kind of interested in, and maybe the mister and I could take a nice little trip to uh, Canada, spend maybe a weekend there. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. I texted you about it the other day, but you never responded. <laughs> and then I forgot about it. So this is how he does me. I'll send him a text message, and he's just like, ignore. 
Ignore. <laughs> Leaves the read receipt on and then does not respond. If I act like I ain't seen it, then there we go. You know what? My next husband will not treat me like this. Yep. I promise you. So, um, yeah. So, tell me what else you've been doing. Where are we well, going tomorrow? We're going down to Henry Ford. Since I was going through all of this stuff in the hospital, <clears throat> Henry Ford put me on hold for the for on the lit kidney transplant. And when you're on hold, you don't lose any time on the list. You just, um, if your name's at the top, they won't call you for a transplant. So I'll go down to Henry Ford tomorrow to see their gastro doctor to um, um, go through that process to get put back active on the list. That is fantastic. Looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. Hopefully the phone calls come in very very soon and then what's happening on tuesday tuesday i'm having a surgery to um get an access put in my left arm what's an access if you would let me explain (laughs) why are you so sassy tonight (laughs) Uh, access is um something that they put in your arm so they can poke these big old needles in there at dialysis. Right now I have a catheter in my chest but the catheter is very prone to infections and stuff and the catheter actually goes right into your heart. So they don't like for you to have those forever so they want me to get this excess put in my arm so I can have a good um, excess that's not infectious prone so I can do dialysis. I've had accesses before, but for some reason or another, they don't work anymore. So I need another one. Are you done? Yes. Okay. I didn't want to interrupt you. Duh. You know, you have such a tude at this evening. Okay. So yeah, that's where we are. That's what's been happening since December until now, as you can here we're still we're still really boring. Um, mm-hmm. Nothing really exciting. Oh wait, there is something exciting. Uh, support group. Uh, Greg and I have a support group for mm-hmm. those who are on dialysis or for people who are awaiting transplants and also people who are post transplant who can share their experience. Uh, we meet- and it's any organ, not just kidney. Right, and well, I said post transplant. Um, we started back up. And we meet once a month. Originally, when this support group started about three years ago, I let it up. But I turned the reins over to Mr. Jones. No, she didn't. Yes, I did. It just kind of looks that way. I turned the reins over to Greg, as I mentioned. she's my Dick Cheney, and I'm Bush. She just tells me what to do from the background, and I do it. So, I help keep him on track. (laughs) (laughs) Let him know. For instance, our support group starts at 7. So, I'm that person who will tell him, it's 7 o'clock. Let's get started. Because, you know, my husband can get kind of chatty sometimes, depending on what the subject is. And he can be chatting with someone, and it's 7.03, 7.04. Just 7 o'clock. Let's get the ball rolling. Okay, So, I just serve as his assistant. So, yeah, but I've been very proud of the work that you've been doing. See, I give out all these compliments Uh, and you just treat me so bad. I've been so proud of the work that he has been doing. 
uh, with the support group. He even brought a new member in, which was great. And we're hoping to add some more people. Um, we're actually going to have one of our very first social outings in April. We're going to go and meet at a restaurant and just form some, some new relationships, some new friendships to not just always discuss being sick or getting treatment, getting dialysis. It'll give us all an opportunity to have a good time and to just relax and get to know each other better. So I don't know about you, but I'm really looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be cool. Yeah. It'd be real cool. It'll be great. So yeah. Um, so that's pretty much it. Do you have anything else? Mm-hmm. No, that's that seems to be it. Yeah, that seems to be it. Um, we will... Well, how are we doing as a couple? Oh, you tell me, Mr. Sassy. You uh, have all the attitude tonight. How are we doing as a couple? Well, besides my wife being in a mood, <laughs> we're doing great, you know? Um, <clears throat> this hasn't deterred us in any way. You know, my health hasn't. So I think we're doing pretty good. We doing all right. Uh, I haven't liked your tone today, but we all right. Uh, uh, let's see. How are we doing as a couple? I think we're still pretty solid. We're still pretty strong. I feel good about it. Uh, you Let me tell you something about my husband. My husband is not a very emotional person. Actually, I take that back. Actually, I think my husband is more emotional than I am. But he keeps everything sealed inside, whereas I'm more expressive about how I feel. I'm a cancer, if that means anything to anyone. Uh, But earlier this week at support group, this man said to a group of people that I'm his rock, his everything, and that he probably wouldn't be here if it weren't for our relationship. And can I tell you... If you knew my husband like I know my husband, that touched my very soul. Because Greg is not the type of person to express that. Sometimes getting emotions and feelings out of him is like pulling teeth. So I was excited because not only did he say it, he didn't just say it in front of me. He said it in front of some other people. So he loves me. Mm -hmm. He is in love. Best thing that ever happened to him. You're welcome. Uh, Happy uh, to be in your life. I know you have a hard time expressing how you feel all the time. And I get it. That's all right. We're all different, but you're doing a good job. I know you love me. uh, Brought me some flowers home the other week. This man is crazy in love. He's like Beyonce and I'm Jay-Z. You looking so crazy in love. Got you looking. Got you looking so crazy in love. I can't be jigger. I want to be jigger. Because you say jigger like it's 1996. That's why you can't be. So, yeah. So, that's where we are right now. Uh, still got a cat. Still got a dog. Uh, just just living life. I have learned to relax a lot. I don't know if you've ever really discussed my anxiety and all the extra stress that I put on myself. Maybe we'll talk about that in the next podcast or in the next episode. But I have calmed down and relaxed a lot and yeah feels good i went to bed at eight o'clock last night and didn't wake up till nine o'clock this morning and it was amazing so yeah so i uh am glad that we were able to take some time out of our schedule to get this uh episode down i think one of the reasons outside of uh the hospital stays and all the other things we discuss is that when we are home we're lazy (laughs) 
and all we have to do is push this button and just start talking but for some reason that had been really hard for us to do these past couple of months but we're gonna work on being more consistent with our recordings what say you if you say so Uh also we're gonna work on some uh art some art some podcast art right now we just have a photo that is our uh cover and when it comes to things like graphic design on the computer i have no idea what i'm doing so i'm gonna keep playing around and, and trying to find some stuff i found some free art that was i mean it was neat that it was free art but it was kind of generic everything i saw i just kind of felt felt meh about and i see these uh people with these podcasts where they turn themselves into avatars and all this fun stuff and i'm gonna figure out how to do that it'll be great i'll have uh greg here help me since he insists on bringing our home into the 21st century maybe he can help us with the podcast cover (laughs) art let me tell you what he's been up to lately so i'm pretty old school when it comes to a lot of things like the new what are those things that they have now the alexas and the google home i don't really care about any of that stuff i feel like getting up to turn off the lights is something i've been doing my whole life i've never viewed it as a burden (laughs) so i can continue to to do that but now he has the whole automatic turn the lights on turn the lights off and I tried to talk him into getting me a clapper because ever since I was a child, I've wanted a clapper. My wife is 80 on the inside. Just so y'all know, she may look like she's not 80, but she's really 80 years old. But I've really always wanted a clapper since I was a kid. But, you know, things change. So I guess I need to either embrace it or get left behind. So I'm working on embracing that. Um, So, yeah, that'll be fun. But, yeah, but thanks, guys, for listening to us ramble on tonight. Hopefully, we did not bore you too much. All right. You guys have a good night. (laughs) I like your ending. Apparently, my husband is over it. So, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. We hope to talk to you soon and have a fantastic evening. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.